Hey, it's my life. I'm Stefan, and you're listening to the show that's all about me, you, and the world around us, and a lot of my thoughts sprinkled in between. Oh my goodness, I have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. We're going to talk about uh, some of the podcasts that I've uh, recently launched and how I'm trying to help small businesses in this area, but maybe... Maybe it'll help you in whatever area you have. Plus, my son pays a surprise visit uh, on his motorcycle, no less. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that and kind of my back dreams of having a motorcycle. I don't know. I, You know, what child, what boy doesn't want to have a motorcycle? And then we'll talk about where the country's headed. The openings in South Carolina. Stupid, silly stuff that I see happening like everywhere I go, Home Depot, uh, grocery store, even to the gas station. It's just walking around. It's really ridiculous, but I'm glad you're with me. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy. everybody welcome to it's my life um i'm glad you're able to join me on this episode and i have really quite a few things to talk about um mainly whoops just hit the microphone there but um mainly you know i have decided to go ahead and start launching a few podcasts and reaching out to people and um, some of the podcasts that uh, I'm, I'm going to be basically restarting season number two of the farmer's market podcast and you can check it out on itunes on stitcher and on uh, several different platforms so relaunching season two or not relaunching but launching season two of the farmer's market podcast i'm also uh have already launched the greenville small business podcast which is a podcast that's focused on helping greenville uh, businesses in and around or do businesses that are doing business in and around the greenville county area because i know a lot of businesses aren't located in greenville county but they do business in the county so i've launched that uh, podcast i've been wanting to launch that podcast again for a long time i started it uh, believe it or not back in 2008 um, with the i started the first few episodes with a, a gentleman by the name of tony snipes he and i worked at news channel 7 for a good bit of time he was the head uh, digital marketing I forgot what exactly his title was but he was the, the head of the digital uh, department in terms of uh, television at uh, WSPA News Channel 7 so and I was in promotion and marketing at the time and I recorded him and I did a few podcasts and I was heavily in the podcast I'm a big believer in uh, very niche type audiences but anyway I you know I just I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to launch a few podcasts, help some businesses out, help try to promote them, give uh, some some PR, some exposure to businesses. But here's here's what I'm finding out. Um, and, uh, you know, it goes back to my other episode where I was talking about doing things for free. You know, I 
it to me doing a podcast um, and not charging anybody now I, I will gladly accept sponsorship money for this podcast or any other podcast but I have realized that uh, when you tell a business that they don't have to pay for it they tend not to put you on the priority list which is exactly what I talked about in the episode talking about you know doing things for free People don't put a value on free people. So when you say you're going to do it for free, they think your time means nothing. They, they think, you, you know, the time and energy that you spend to do something, to set something up, to, to mark it on your calendar, to, to uh, basically block it off, means has no value. And so case in point, I had a, um, a business that I had called up or I actually had to touch base with on Facebook and set up the, gave my, sent an email, sent out information, to, told the person what I was doing, told them, you know, and even scheduled it uh, and, and sent out a Zoom invite, did all of that stuff. Time comes to record or at least talk to the person, they completely forgot, totally forgot. And just was happened to, happened to be at the store when they got my, my message and I you know it, you know what hindsight 2020 I should have sent an email or a text message 30 minutes prior I should have sent one an hour 30 or 30 minutes prior saying hey are we still on for today's call I tend to try to put things in a calendar and I have forgotten things too so I I don't blame the person um, but it does it, it just screams like like what I said about if you don't put money to it, if you don't attach some type of monetary compensation or a trade or a barter or something like that, I think the mind, the human psyche doesn't register it as being important. I, I don't know what it is, but I believe there is really something to that. And I've got to explore that a little bit because um, I've had another person reach out to me and ask for some help with his business. Uh, and that, and that's purely by just me on Facebook groups kind of offering my advice and my opinion. And uh, I just offered my opinion and said, hey, this is what I would do. Um, you've got X amount of listeners. You've got a following. You've got a community. You just need to build your membership. So. He's reached back out to me saying, hey, I'd love to be able to talk to you. Maybe you could help me. I don't know. So I'm going to make sure that I don't talk about free. I'm really, you know, somehow we need to be compensated. Somehow you need to be compensated. Otherwise, there's no perceived value. So I'm going to make sure. So those are some of the things that I'm doing right now to stay sharp, to stay active, to stay uh, motivated. Um, I'm a big believer in podcasts. I believe that, uh, you know, you, it, 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 this kind of content has merit. It has merit, especially when you can take it to another level, um, like like Gary Vaynerchuk and, and some of the PR and the marketing guys out there. They've taken it to another level and they're doing one-on-one -on -one conversations with entrepreneurs, young people, people trying to start a business, people trying to be in business, people trying to move up the corporate ladder. So... I think what you can do with a podcast is, is transfer what you what you the knowledge that you have on the technical side of, of courting and talking to people and transferring that into okay I can't I can't physically meet with you but I can jump on a conference call I can't physically be in you know in this location 
but I can talk to four or five of you guys in a meeting and we can talk about what needs to be done. So we've got, I'm, I'm doing my due diligence and trying to formulate kind of, uh, formats for my podcast like i'll give you an example the farmer's market podcast is strictly about things that you would see at a farmer's market and vendors you would see at a farmer's market and heck yes farms and farmers so that's and i it's just q a just hey we're gonna talk about you i have some questions tell me some pain points give me some tips what what are you doing you know that kind of thing and then the greenville small business podcast is more of a story kind of of how i end up talking to these folks and then kind of mixing narration in between to tell their story um so that's it's a little different format that i'm testing and playing with uh and then uh, there's a couple other podcasts obviously this one is just me rambling <laughs> so about my my worldly or non-worldly travels um but it just me rambling about you know the things i'm working on and then what i'm seeing in just everyday life and maybe little tidbits of news you know comments and commentary it's just ridiculous um ridiculousness but anyway it's just me ranting and and, and uh, rambling but maybe you know you find this interesting and you reach out and, and send me a comment or, or record a comment on, on anchor you can record a comment so that's a, a wonderful thing and if you like this podcast you like what you hear if, please you know subscribe comment or just let me know you're out there um because i i do uh like feedback on the things that i'm talking about and sometimes it helps me to get better at speaking in front of people uh speaking in front of uh, groups Sometimes doing a podcast actually helps you with your presentation uh, skills. So, and it gives me an opportunity to flush out ideas like these podcasts, the, the Greenville Small Business Podcast. I'm, I'm, I think I've got it. I think I know where I'm going. I just have to start getting more and more businesses to to give me to give me something. And so I've, I'm reaching out to more and more folks, um, just individually, which in and of itself is somewhat of a, um, it's a there's an uncomfortable feeling like you're reaching out to somebody and you really don't know who they are and you, you could get rejected, which happens a lot. Or people say, yeah. And you have like what happened today. They totally space on you because you were doing it for free. But anyway, uh, a lot of stuff happening in terms of that. I'm still doing uh, my searches for opportunities and work and employment. And then um, I'll tell you this. My son showed up unexpectedly on Mother's Day. Not for me, obviously, uh, but for his mother um, in his motorcycle. And what a sweet ride he's got. And he gave us he gave us a ride on the motorcycle. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I was a little scary, but I, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that uh, coming up right after the break. Plus, you know, we're reopening the economy and there's some stupid stuff just happening all over the place uh, with the restaurants and with the retailers. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more and, and a few little insights and news clips from what's happening in and around the world as we speak. So I'll see you right after the break.
So yeah, I need to tell you a little bit about my uh, the surprise visit, the <laughs> surprise visit from my son. Um, he has he he's had two motorcycles so far, and one of the, the motorcycles that he has now, and I've got pictures of it. And I may post it on Facebook. I'm not sure, um, but he is planning. He's been doing a lot of bike riding lately. He's only been on a motorcycle probably for about a couple months now. And so he surprised us yesterday. Uh, We were actually watching Harry Potter. We're kind of going through the Harry Potter movies. And he surprised us yesterday. My other youngest son was on the phone. And next thing you know, we heard this motorcycle. And we didn't know what was going on. Sure enough, uh, he showed up. He drove five hours and he came and picked us. Or uh, he came by... To pay us a visit and showed us you know not only what he was doing but you know just we haven't seen him in months like literally months um we were supposed to go visit him we were actually supposed to meet up prior to the coronavirus quarantine stuff and it didn't work out so we were trying to um figure out the you know the next possible time we can see each other uh and we can you know hang out so Needless to say, we haven't seen him in a while, and he showed up with his motorcycle, and it is a sweet ride. It is a, um, gosh, what is he at? I'm trying to figure out. I'm going through the pictures right now to see what, oh, here it is. It's called a Royal Enfield, and I believe it's an Indian-type bike, but anyway, it's, um, it's a pretty bike. Uh, yeah, it's a 650. I'm not sure what all this stuff means, because I'm not a motorcycle guy, so, uh, surprise visit on a motorcycle yes we got to ride it but he showed us all the bells and whistles he's got a helmet that he can talk to other folks uh like that have bluetooth connections in his helmet he how he listens to music through his phone he's got a clip on the motorcycle for his phone uh he's got gosh what else does he have there's a microphone in his phone i mean in his helmet i mean it's i didn't realize that motorcycle helmets were built like this i feel like you're basically it's it's like you're uh and a fighter pilot and you've got your helmet and all the tools and and communication devices that are in a helmet are in there i didn't know about the bluetooth thing he put something on something on the side of his helmet that clipped in i guess allows him to pick up bluetooth um so anyway he was telling me about it i got to ride on it all right i'll be honest um not a big fan just uh i don't know why just not a big fan of of riding on maybe it was because i was riding on the back and not actually in control of the motorcycle there could be some of that but i was not i was a little nervous actually i was a little nervous to be riding on the motorcycle so i know that's something probably everybody has um but yeah i i don't know just i guess the appeal when i was younger was you know being out on the open road freedom and everything else i made me a little nervous made me a little nervous um so i don't think i'm gonna be shopping for a motorcycle anytime soon but i just thought i'd give a little update in terms of uh, that surprise visit plus you know we've had a couple other things and i don't know if i've mentioned this but my son and i my youngest son and i went out and got a john boat so we're <laughs> 10 foot john boat um not sure we we have bought a lot of stuff we've repainted uh the trailer came with a trailer fine guy you know that um we we found it on facebook one of the facebook marketplaces 
Um, we bought it from somebody that was genuinely interested in, in, get, in selling it to somebody that was going to use it. He was selling it for his, his brother who's um, ill and they just needed some money in order to make a trip that they had been planning to do or, and we were able to help them out and, and he was able to help me out because I've never had a John boat and I know my son is, is really, we're going to get the trolley motor on it. We've, we've already purchased the trolley motor. So that's going to be cool. Uh, we have uh, patched up. There were, there were two small holes and then there were some leakage on the seam of the top part of the boat, but there were two small holes in the back that we have plugged with some uh, flex seal and we'll probably repaint the boat at some point. Not critical. I told my son, this is how I approach it. I told my son, I said, let's just get the bare minimum of what we need. You know, life jackets, registration, go through the South Carolina DNR, all that good stuff. Let's go through the basics, get all that stuff done and let's get out on the water. And then as we're figuring this stuff out, We'll figure out, oh, well, we need this, or we, we it would be good to have a deck, it would be good to have this. You know, let's just figure it out with a 10-foot. Now, I think what we're going to find out quickly is that, oh, we need a bigger boat. But we start, we're starting with the 10, just to see, see where we go, you know. And if it's one person can handle it with a trolley motor and go fishing, man, it's just, it's just going to change the whole dynamic of what we do in terms of fishing. We're going to fish for... Um, we're, the, the whole idea in my mind is to f- to get fish, <laughs> however we need to do it. And fishing from the shoreline is just not cutting it. We just can't get to the fish. Um, so anyway, that's that's exciting. So um, showed my older son around the, the farm, what we're doing there. So And, and you're going to hear a lot more about that on the farmer's market. Um, he mentioned an app so i don't know this was kind of cool he had mentioned this app a long time ago and it's called um oh boy what is it called it's called picture this where you can actually take a picture of of a leaf and it will tell you what the plant is and what the leaf you know what what exactly is growing in your yard and it's leaves it's grasses it's brush it's shrubs that kind of stuff vines so but if you have a leaf it will find it out so basically this app's have been building a you know a continual database and i thought <laughs> you'll get a kick out of this i thought i had planted beans i swear the package said butter beans but we did a picture on picture this of the leaves and it says beets so now I don't know what the hell I have in my garden. Um, so I have this whole row. It looks like beets. And I know it kind of, you know, I was looking at the leaves. I was like, these don't look like bean leaves. But I wasn't going to question the packaging. So now I got to go find the packaging because my wife says, oh, my gosh, you, you planted beets instead of beans, um, which is fine, but not a big beet lover. But I know beets are really good for you. But um, it'll be fun to, to figure out what the heck we have growing um so anyway and then we still have squash and lettuce and everything else but it was just funny that that happened after he showed us this app and then of course we're downloading the app and we're like taking pictures of all the different plants and stuff and stuff we already knew but it was kind of fun to 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 figure out what it was like we know we have three different maple trees in just our backyard and our front yard so that we have sugar we have a silver and then i forgot what the other one is uh i can't remember what the other one is we have a Japanese maple that's in our backyard too. So, um, anyway, just fun stuff, exciting. Um, it's always good to see the kids and when they come in and especially when it's a surprise visit on a motorcycle, no less, but whoo. And then of course we, we have, when we are, when we got the jumbo, we did some shopping and, um, on the, on the back end of this break, I'm going to kind of give you, 
my takes on some of the things we ran across while we were out there shopping and just silliness you know restaurants are open now in south carolina they've got outdoor seating i'm not sure what the the indoor seating i'm gonna but they're spaced apart it's kind of silly i'm hearing mixed things on facebook like some restaurants are ah, just kind of silly and we'll talk a little bit more after the break i'll see you then Today, I'm announcing this, announcing the lifting of restrictions on close contact services and also lifting restrictions on recreational and athletic facilities and activities. They will be lifted as of Monday, May the 18th at 12.01 a.m. Monday, May the 18th at 12.01 a.m. So what are the close contact services? Those are these barbershops hair salons, waxing salons, nail salons, tattoo and massage parlors, and tanning salons. And what are the recreational and athletic facilities and activities I referred to? Those are the fitness centers, gyms, spas, public and commercial pools, yoga, and other exercise facilities. Okay, so thank you for joining me after the break. I, you know... This whole reopening in South Carolina and um, <clears throat> what's going on. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But uh, this whole thing in um, this whole COVID-19, the quarantine, the shutdown, everything happening. Well, South Carolina said, you know what? Enough's enough. Uh, Governor McMaster is basically canceling all of his executive orders. Most of them. I think all of them, actually. Yeah, so we're getting back to going back to the way it was, um, the way it, we all remember it. Anyway, the move it was um, obviously prompted by a lot of businesses saying, you know what, economy, our, our state's economy uh, is not doing well. And look at the numbers. It's not where we thought it was going to be. You know, so, um, you know, restaurants opened up this past weekend. Uh, they started opening up, but you had to do this. You had to only outdoor seating. So now some restaurants, now that we're going up its entirety, some restaurants are, are being creative with their spacing of, of tables. Instead of moving their tables, they're going to put like mannequins, which I thought was kind of clever. Um, basically mannequins in the seats and make it feel like it's full, but you'll actually be eating next to a, a mannequin other table. So that's kind of interesting. But I, here, here's what I know. Here's what I know about what I have seen. It is ridiculous to think that the efforts that are being put into keeping people safe are actually working. And I'll tell you why, because I have been to Home Depot and I've mentioned this before on a a separate podcast and they have the, the, the markings on the floor. And at Lowe's, it's the same thing. They have the markings on the floor where you're supposed to stay six feet away. Okay, I get it. I'm six feet away. But guess what? In order to get to the next aisle, in order to walk the paths, of the the lane i have to go in between those two people okay by definition i'm violating that if i have to go in between dot number one and dot number two and they're six feet apart and i have to walk past both of those people i'm i'm already not practicing safe social distancing because i have to go between them which is silly 
By the way, I'm not wearing a mask when I go to the stores, and I'm not wearing gloves. Um, I did that the first two weeks. I actually put a buff on the first two weeks. And then after start seeing more and more reports, I started realizing this is kind of silly. Really kind of silly. And then after those doctors came out of California and said that their numbers don't add up, well, I know South Carolina's numbers don't add up. And I know for a fact that the majority of people that are getting hit with this and that are dying are senior citizens who have two, three different other issues going on with them, of which I'm, I don't have any of those things. So I'm not worried about it. And then I've heard other scientists and doctors come out and go, you know what? Your immune system has to have these things. You have to, in order for it to fight it. You don't get the antigen unless you get the virus. And the antigen is what they're going to use for uh, a, a, a vaccine. But you, so your body naturally tries to produce and fight those viruses. Your body does that naturally. So I think what I guess everybody's waiting on is for the vaccine before they'll go out in public. That's ridiculous. We're going to have another virus. There'll be another bacteria. There'll be something else on the horizon that your body's going to have to fight. I mean, you, we're all pretending like we're living in a bubble. And the reality of it is we all have to get back to doing what we do. We all have to work. We all have to make an, uh, uh, revenue. We have to generate support our families, to support ourselves. You know? The, the thing is, these viruses were around years ago. They've been around for a long time. And for companies to think, hey, I, I've, I'm a big proponent of work at home. I am a big proponent of it. And I'm a big proponent of doing stuff as much as possible online if it's generating uh, revenue for the company. I'm not a big believer in you have to go in an office, do your work, not see anybody for six hours, six hours, mind you, knows that you're there for the most part because you're doing your work. You're, you're buried in your computer, you're buried in your office stuff, and you're doing your work. And nobody even knows you're there except for when you go get coffee, when you go to lunch, or when you take a break and you just want to stretch your legs. I have worked in the corporate environment, and that's exactly what happens. And of course, if you're involved in meetings, I have a whole other rant on meetings, but I'll save it for another day. Um, but just some of the practices, here's another situation. My son and I went to Academy Sports, and we were picking up a few things, okay? They have the shields, okay? The lady takes the merchandise from under the, under the shield, okay? She does her checkout, rings it up, and then proceeds to give me the receipt by stepping over to the side of the shield. How in the world? That doesn't make any sense at all. Here's another example. Same store. My son had to return something because he had a second. He had, he, he, he had second thoughts on purchasing a, a life vest. So he purchased a different life vest. So in the return line. Okay. My son is standing about two or three feet away from the two people that are there. But he can't stand anywhere else because... There's really no, you know, there's no place to go. And he wants the lady to see that he's there waiting for her. So she tells him, sir, you're going to have to stand over there, literally four or five feet away. Okay. Um, and then she looks at me and she goes, well, if he doesn't stand over there, we could actually get shut down. Give me a break. Give me a break. Your, your business. Somebody's going to come into this store, shut you down. Because my son's not standing three more feet away from 
the register where you're helping another customer out. Yet, yet, me, I'm standing in the int- the exit way as people are walking by, literally a foot and a half from me, walking past me. And you're going to tell me that for some odd reason, because you've got these markers on the floor and that my son is three feet farther than where he was to begin with, that that's safer. That's a whole lot more safe and you won't get shut down. But I have people brushing past my shoulder, literally a foot foot away, not even sometimes a foot away as they're exiting the building, your store. And you're going to tell me that somebody's going to somebody. See, that's the thing. Who's that somebody? Who, who's the somebody that's going to come in and shut you down? It, do we have social distance police that I don't know about? Does does a store have a monitoring system that has to report to a centralized agency down in Columbia, South Carolina, and somebody is watching videos of all of the retail stores and making sure that they are adhering to the safe guidelines that have been sent out by our state and government officials? Seriously? Seriously. I was blown away when she said that. I looked at her and I said, you really? And now, again, no mask, no gloves. Already went through the register just waiting for my son. I looked at her and I said, you really don't want to know my opinion about all this, do you? It's just silly. I mean, it's just absolutely silly. If you want to be protected, and here's the thing. There's a uh, Trader Joe's literally right next door to the Academy store in Greenville off of Woodruff Road. Trader Joe's outside the store. People are six feet apart. Okay. Yet, this you'll love this. You'll love this. Six feet apart to get into the store. I kind of get it. They're practicing social distancing. But people are, are walking past the people in line, literally a foot and a half, two feet from each other, to get to the end of the line so that they can stay six feet apart from the next person in line. Seriously? Craziness absolute ridiculousness i i don't doubt the virus i don't doubt the elite the the um the the uh who what's the word i'm looking for i don't doubt the magnitude at which somebody suffers from having this disease i don't i've read a couple articles and it's just it's 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 painful to read the the pain and the agony that somebody goes through as they're basically um they're suffocating and, and drowning in their own uh, uh, fluids inside their lungs. And that's that's how you go with this particular virus. And it that's not it's not that's not good. However, if you look at the numbers on the people that have died and then you look at all this whole racket with how they're counting people who have died and some people aren't even being tested and they're being listed as COVID-19 uh, uh, fatalities is ridiculous. So I just, you know, at some point you kind of go, okay, well, let's look at the numbers. Let's really look at the numbers. And it doesn't warrant the amount of, of uh, hysteria. It doesn't warrant the amount of uh, 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 heavy handedness. It just doesn't warrant it. And unfortunately, you know, yeah, some people are going to die of an illness. But two months from now, people are going to die of an illness. Four months from now people will die of an illness this just happens to be one that is very fast and and i'll be honest with you i i don't i tend to stay away from people in general 
<laughs> let alone if there's a virus or a pandemic. I just, I try to do my thing and try to stay clean as possible. And then I stay out and, and away from big groups of people. That's what I do. So anyway, those are my thoughts on all the craziness that's going on. I know it's a crazy time we're all living in and we're all just trying to get through it. I have more to talk about. My son, uh, you know, uh, he sent my his, his report card, which is kind of funny, and he's in college. A um, lot of stuff happening. I've, I've reached out to a few business owners. I've reached out to several people in different uh, uh, industries, and uh, things are rocking and rolling. And uh, just to let you know, I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're supporting. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment, send me an audio comment. Love to hear from you. Um, but you know what? Hey, it's my life. And my name's Stefan. And I'm out. <laughs>